It already is recording. God. <laughs> right. Sorry for the lateness of this episode of Comfort in Death and Darkness. <laughs> it's a podcast. Because we've been on holiday. And where have we been? Disneyland. 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 For we my went. birthday. And? Well, anniversary. What kind of anniversary? Engagement. A what? Engagement. Engagement. <laughs> <laughs> How was your trip? Actually, you know, we'll talk about that in the uh, the brain floss. Okay. Now let's get down to business. To defeat chocolate noise. The Huns. <laughs> Once you find your center. The right words. I don't know. Anyway, I forgot how to host. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. I forgot how to host. How am I? Yeah. My first day back to work, so I'm just like, oh, my brain is mush. <laughs> my brain is Jake. Um, oh well, well, I mean, pretty much the same. It's kind of hard to talk about stuff when you know you've done everything together. So I can't really tell you anything new because <laughs> I've already told you. So there's that. But yeah, we'll get to what Disney trip at the at the end of the podcast. Right, well, from Disney <clears throat> to the horrible. I think I should go first. I'm doing news stories. Oh. <laughs> you can cut that bit then. <laughs> oh, that's standing now. Um, right, so um, I, I found a couple of news stories that I want to talk about. Did you find any? No, I didn't think so. Um, um, well, food? did you? Well, <laughs> no, but it's rude to assume. <laughs> I know that Donald Trump's in the UK today. Well, that's death and darkness enough. And Thanks for listening, like, guys, and we'll be back next week. Like, do you know what really annoys us about Donald Trump? When he writes fake news on his Twitter all the time, I'm just like... Have you ever heard... Your tan's I, fake, I, your I'm hair's gonna, fake. I'm going to link this in the uh, in the show notes. But have you ever seen the um, some pop punk band from the States turn these tweets into a... Um, Song. And it was like a post-hardcore song. The lyrics work so well. And it's like, fake news. It's so funny. I'm sure there's a video knocking around somewhere of the Legally Blonde speech at the yeah. end. And it was his wife saying it or something like that. Oh, no. It was um, she ripped off the entirety of Michelle Obama's speech. Yeah, it was probably that one. It might have been someone else that did the Legally Blonde one then. I mean, they might have just took his words and just like chopped it up and made it sound like that. Yeah, maybe. I could be wrong. I might still have dreamt my, it. Still my favourite vine. <laughs> it's the China countdown. Bing bing bong. Bing 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 bong. <laughs> R.I.P. Vine. Um, I love Vine. So how's this for a for a headline and a half? Texas woman. So you know it starts out really good. Texas woman accused of setting stepdaughter's what on fire? Boyfriend. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Car. Mm, another good one. Hair. Ooh, you're close with hair. Vagina. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like the word. I don't like the word vagina. Fuck. Sounds very abrupt, doesn't it? <laughs> vagina. Let me see your vagina. <laughs> you you have a lovely vagina. I call it a foof. A flower. No, my grandma says flower. A fairy. A fairy. 
I say foof. Pussy. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Absolutely hate that. Pussy patrol. I don't like that word. I can't even bring myself to say it half the time. <laughs> right, back to this horrifying news story. Um, do you know what the actual headline is? No. Is it a ear? Again, you're close. A face. Yup. Texas woman accused of setting stepdaughter's face on fire. Now, it this is, sounds kind of funny until you realise how old the stepdaughter is. She's like seven or so. <sighs> a suburban Dallas woman has been charged after police say she doused her stepdaughter's face on fire with... Sorry, doused her stepdaughter's face with rubbing alcohol and set it on fire. Five years old. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, That'll be due to jealousy, that. If it's a stepdaughter. Possibly, yeah. The woman actually... I think she's called Dahlia Jimenez. Because a lot of step mothers will want the dad all to themselves mm. and like want their own separate family so they try and so not yeah, see um, or get rid of the daughter or son Jimenez initially blamed the burns on an accident while lighting a candle after detectives found inconsistencies I lit the candle right next to her face <laughs> after I rubbed alcohol in it after detectives found inconsistencies in her account however Jimenez admitted that she burned the child's face as punishment for yelling. <laughs> God knows what would happen if she like keyed a car or something. I would have keyed her face off. And the dad wasn't home at the time, so that's, obviously, yeah, horrifying. <sighs> right, so um, it's not nice when it's a bed, though. Who can't really fight back, especially five years old when they're quite small. Mm. Well, would you like to hear something even worse? What? Finish the headline. This, oh, is so a, this is this is a thing. Story. Yeah, this is a different right. story. But this is for a thing now. You're gonna have to guess some parts of the headlines. What? Like, have I got news for you? Yeah. Dad, who made his kids have what with him? Oh God. His something, something, and something gets three hundred and forty-one years in jail. So what? Did no, th- you cannot say something and something and something. That's <laughs> bloody ridiculous, that. Dad made his kids have what Weed. with him? Weed? Nope. Drugs? Nope. Sex? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll just see the full title. Go on then. Dad, who made his kids have sex with him, his wife, ex-wife, what? and dog, oh, gets 341 years in jail. Some people are just sick. It's <laughs> not just sick. Uh, a father who spent 12 years forcing his children to have sex with him, his wife, his ex-wife, and his dog, has been jailed for 341 years. Um, he was handed 60 life-term sentences. Did the um, wife and the ex-wife oh not my get God. anything? Listen to this. He was handed 60 life-terms after he targeted eight immediate family members and close relatives, then filmed the abuse. Why would did, you film it? Did the wife and the ex-wife get prison time? Uh, da, 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 da. The <laughs> God, you've got to love Metro. No, that Metro. Yeah. Not okay. The perverts are strange. Where's this at? Uh, somewhere in America. Let's see if I can find it. It usually says like Florida man. Oh, Las Vegas. It's the opposite side of Florida. Um. So if the mom and the not the mom, the wife and the ex-wife got prison time, which surely they should. This is why I love Metro. Right. 
The pervert's estranged wife, Deborah Senna, 53, and his first ex-wife, Terry Senna, 48, were handed life sentences as well. So what did the dog get? Because <laughs> the dog was involved. <laughs> and there's police dogs. So the police dogs put the dog yeah. in handcuffs and carted him off. Put him in a little doggy cell. Oh. You're going to live rough right. for the rest of your life. <laughs> Alright, that's it. The podcast is cancelled. We've peaked. We're never going to do any more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. I'm going to play the outro there. (laughs) And we're back. Only joking. Oh, man. You are the reason why I started this podcast. Jesus Christ. That was so fucking funny. You know exactly when to put fucking there. I can't help myself. Jokes at the things. It's perfect. One of though. these days, I'm gonna get in serious trouble. Wait, hang on. It says, yeah, the dog also received no! five years. No! Of... I'm only joking. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. He's on death roll. <laughs> Both women actually took plea deals. Oh, um, the dog? No, the fucking women. <laughs> <laughs> they took plea deals, which saw them handed single life sentences. Um, and they will be eligible for parole in 10 years. Jeez. Um, but taking the uh, the same sort of logic, this guy will be eligible for parole in 60 years. I don't think he's going to be alive. <laughs> Sucker. Although, actually, no, hang on. Wait. I'm waiting. No, it wouldn't have been 60. It won't be si- uh, 60 years. Although, he was handed 60 life terms... I've just realised I've left my juice at work. Oh, that's a shame. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's going to be concerned about where your juice is. Yeah. Um, it's in the fridge at work. But uh, anyway. Yeah, that's just sick. Yeah. Oh, Latest from Metro.co.uk. YouTuber banned for giving homeless man Oreos filled with... Toothpaste. How the fuck did you do that? I've seen it before. Oh. And I think it was disgusting. <laughs> that would have been a hell of a lot more funny if you had said, I don't know. <laughs> no, I've seen it before and I was really angry by it. We went in London on Saturday. There was quite a lot of homeless. Wow, he was actually forced to delete his channel and pay the victim 20,000 euros. Kangwa Ren, I think he was called. Right, so I sent you away with a little theme this week. Yeah. I fired a little bit there. Out of my you mouth. Fired? Out of my mouth. I went, theme. Oh, you just spat on us I didn't did mean that. to. So Do I um, hi child mind. Um, I need to find my shit first. It's up your ass. <laughs> but if you fart, it might be in your pants. It's you might have sharted. <laughs> so, do you remember what the theme was? Never trust a fart. Yes, the theme was <laughs> never trust a fart. This first story is about a fart who jumped out of someone's this ass and killed is... someone. This story is about how I shit myself. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> What was it about? Urban legends. Thank God, because every time you asked me about it, you kept on Mysterious the... Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of an old YouTube show I did. Oh. <laughs> I like that. Mysterious Mysteries. And then I changed the name to Twisted World because I thought that was a bit more catchy. But anyway, right, so creepy urban legends. Do you want to go first or shall I? I think um, I went first last time, so... I'll go first. All right. 
after you. So, where is your urban legend? Where does it come from? This will be absolutely hilarious if we've done the same one. I picked France. I thank God for that. Alright, that's fine. <laughs> because we've just been to France, so... Good idea. That's what I thought. Um... So yeah, I had a feeling you'd pick France, so I picked a, com- a completely different country. So the first one's called Dame Blanches. Dame Blanches. Which means the white ladies. It sounds Spanish. Do you want us to continue? <laughs> you sarcastic bastard. Um, <laughs> so they're mentioned all over France. So I should have really asked about it when we went. Yeah, probably. Um, so they're apparently beautiful trolls that live at... <laughs> sounds like a... Not trolls, trolls. It's the same thing. No, but you could be like an online troll. Like they don't sit under bridges and be like, eh, "You pitch out horrible, get me what's that?" Oh wait, man, I'm trying to crack on. Just imagine a troll under a bridge. With someone passes. Use... Someone passes over the top and goes, "Man, your fucking ankles are horrible." <laughs> Wax your chin. Um. I, but, but the reason I laughed is because. Beautiful troll, just it sounds like a double negative. I'm not finished. Well, we, so they live under bridges, and they wait for young men to cross the bridge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so they like to dance, and they'll crawl out to dance with the men. <laughs> so, imagining that's hilarious. Um. So usually, if the men agree, to dance with them. Yeah. Because they'll be quite charming. Uh-huh. So if he dances, they'll let him past. But if the man refuses, he's thrown off the bridge to his death. Huh. So the survivors of the people who've passed over the bridge have told about the people in the white. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's never sort of been confirmed. How did you survive? I did the cha-cha slide. <laughs> <laughs> slide to the left. Oh, fell off the bridge. <laughs> So out of ten, what would you give that one? Because I've got a couple of these urban oh, legends cool. here. Uh, I'd give that about a four. No, it's not scary. Right. Going to dance. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Someone comes to me, dance with me. I'm just going to say, okay. <laughs> what would you prefer? Freestyle or Irish? <laughs> um. I was always go Irish. The next one is kidney thieves. Kidney stones. Said so kidney thieves. It's a friend's joke. Listen. It's a friend's listen, joke. Listen. So a man in Paris. Once had a bit too many. Sounds like the beginning of a joke. Didn't lock his door when he got home. Definitely a joke. And he woke up naked in his bathtub. <laughs> As we all have at some point. But what was the bathtub filled with? Ooh, piranhas, not um, pizza. It was filled with ice. Hmm. And, oh, wait, it was being iced? And there was a note next to his phone saying, call an ambulance right away and don't move. <laughs> There was also a bottle of champagne in the ice. Nice. <laughs> don't move around the pop. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry, mate. <laughs> oui, oui. There was also a national health insurance reimbursement stapled to the note. A what? Yeah. So the bloke followed the instructions and rang an ambulance. As you And would. didn't move. Um, and the doctors were shocked to find that someone had surgically removed a kidney. From the bloke. What? Yeah. So he used the medical form to claim money back at medical fees and he got £30,000. Happy days. €30,000, sorry. Does someone want my kidney? <laughs> I keep looking at that when I'm a bit skint. I'm like, does anybody need eggs? Kidney? 
a lung. <laughs> what else do I not need an eye? You have me heart. Fingers. <laughs> um, Anyone need a butthole? Blood. <laughs> I give blood for free anyways, but I don't know. Um, Never mind. I get a free biscuit. That's the only reason oh, I go for the biscuit and the tea. <laughs> you don't just buy a biscuit. Um, spread scary. So they've spread a scary story of organ thieves who pay the price but take what they want by force when you least expect it. Let's never go back to France. I love France, so we will definitely be going back as <laughs> soon as we're going back in less than a year. Oh, God. Out of ten? I give that a seven. That's I terrifying. Can't even, I can't even read my writing on this one. <laughs> I was in a rush. Right. Why? I really like this one. Okay. It's called The Vanishing Hotel. Ooh. So, two couples were driving through France to get to Spain. So, to break up the journey, they decided to stay a night in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Mont de la Mar. So the hotel was full. Oh. So they stumbled across. <gasps> this is the nativity. <laughs> no room at the end, bitch. Get back on your donkey. Um. So ah, do you know what it is? Speaking of the nativity and the donkey. Right? <laughs> Speaking of donkeys. Right. So when I was in primary school, right. Tangent. I was. I I wasn't the the best child at school. I was quite. It's <laughs> quite naughty. Even though you're not allowed to say that in school anymore. Naughty. <laughs> Naughty. So I got put on report in reception because I, I dug my nails into someone, right? I didn't. I swear by it this day, I didn't. Um, I believe you. And then, like, I was just a little troublemaker, right? And the first year we did the nativity, I got cast as thunder and lightning. Where is the, thun- <laughs> Where is the thunder and lightning in the nativity? Where is the thunder and lightning in the nativity? I mean, come on. <laughs> right so then I must have been awful the year after because one of the like bigger girls in the class was cast as Mary and who got cast as the donkey me <laughs> and who had to sit on me back the little porker <laughs> I was cast as thunder and I was lightning. cast as thunder and lightning <laughs> my grandma's got pictures in the cupboard to prove it Thunder and lightning. I was always a shepherd. <laughs> Where is the thunder and lightning? The Maybe why I'm an atheist now, to be honest. I was forced to be a shepherd. <laughs> Which, when you think about it, that was weird. You used a to have to tea do, towel. What, put a tea towel on your head. <laughs> so, almighty number one. Kind of racist. And then you have to wear your bloody dressing gown and your underwear. That's it. Me, I, ha- I have a cloud made out of... Um, Cotton out wool. of cotton wool <laughs> and then painted black because I was the thunder That's and then like, my pal was the lightning I was almost naked save from a dressing gown I was embarrassed it's not even a part <laughs> in the actual performance I just added it in because I was so naughty That's amazing And then they were like well you have to smile and I'm like well thunder and lightning is not happy <laughs> It might be zap 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 <laughs> zap all the teachers well that was a heck of a tangent but it was a one that was well worth it yeah that's why I never get cast in so they, were, so they went and stayed in a hotel to break up their journey I was cast as Sunday lighting but I still decided to pursue a drama degree up yours <laughs> <laughs> look at me now look bitches. at me now I'm a tree I've moved on to bigger and better things um, so they stayed in so a the hotel s- they couldn't stay in that hotel that yeah. they wanted to stay in so they stumbled across a street with an with really old-fashioned buildings. 
there was an ad for a local circus on one of the walls in the street. Oh, nice. And there was a local hotel that had vacancies. Oh, nice. There was no elevators or no telephones. Okay. So they had a wooden catch on each of the doors in the rooms instead of locks, which was also a bit suspect because it's not as safe. You just kick it in. They had bolsters, not pillows. Then Odd. the plumbing was really old-fashioned. <laughs> Flush, it takes an hour. Yeah. And the bed sheets were made of a material called Calatio? Calico? Something like that. Which hasn't been used for centuries. Um, There was just shutters on the windows, no glass. What the fuck? Yeah. And then the next morning, they saw people enter the hotel. And one woman was dressed in a long dress, really old-fashioned button boots. Two French policemen in really old-fashioned uniforms. When they paid the bill... It was very, very cheap, and it was 10% of the expectation that they thought it was going to be per night. They enjoyed their stay, so on the return from Spain, they wanted to stay again two weeks later. They couldn't find it. <laughs> the cobbles and circus ads were still there, but the hotel wasn't. <clears throat> they got their photos developed from staying at the hotel. All of the ones from the hotel were missing. They went blank. They were just not there. Oh my god. So it never existed at all. And it's been verified by by historians because it's happened to a few people. Holy shit. Was this a time slip? I'm saying, did they stay back in time? (laughs) Christ. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just you saying time slip gave me fucking goosebumps. (laughs) Our turn? (laughs) Eleven. I love that story. There's like loads of stuff about the haunted like that will stay in. Yeah. <laughs> I obviously can't read scripts either. Thunder and lightning for life. Um, I bet you're gonna try and text me well more and ask her to bring a picture of me as thunder and lightning so you can put it on their Instagram. Hell yeah! <laughs> Christ, please don't. Um, so loads picture. of people say that like the Eiffel Tower's haunted as well because. 400 people have jumped and died Ooh. from the Eiffel Tower around about. That's why it's got loads of net. And, like, obviously, you've never been because we had an argument underneath the Eiffel Tower last time we went. You don't have to keep that bit in if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> so they've got... Last time I went to the Eiffel Tower, they had loads of mesh up when yeah. you go up, so you can't really jump unless you bring some fires with you. really want to try. Um, so... It's all about heartbreak as well. So a man had met the love of his life on the Eiffel Tower, proposed to her on the Eiffel Tower and got rejected, so pushed her off the Eiffel Tower and then pushed himself off. Because if I can't have you, nobody can. So if loads and of I people don't live without you. Yeah, so loads of people say that sometimes you can still hear screams. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another story about the baker and the barber. So it's a bit like Sweeney Todd-ish. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, that was very nice. That was very well done. Thanks. I like that. I like those. I want to I experience a time slip. <laughs> <laughs> that bizarre, though. Could you imagine actually like, experiencing something like that? Though? I know. Well, I get deja vu quite a bit. Is that a time slip? <laughs> it possibly. You might slip I've lived this already. <laughs> yeah, it's deja vu. Actually, you've gone back in time. Boom. <laughs> I was trying to think of something to say there, but I can't think of anything. Anyway. I bet I can guess the country that yours is from. Because you read the back of my notes. No. 
I don't know which country that you'd probably pick. <laughs> you also probably... I probably told you. Japan. Japan. <laughs> it's not, actually. Is it not? Nope. I have chosen Hapon. <laughs> it's how Japanese... Hapon, hop off to a bus. It's, it's, how, it's how you say Japan in, in Japan. Japan. I'm missing Love Island. Oh, what a shame. You're doing something much better. Right, so I've got... I've basically just done one urban legend... Right. But there's a second one sort of like at the end of this. Okay. Do you mind kicking my stuff around? I'll kick whatever I want. That's your rubbish as well. You need to I'll kick my rubbish around. <laughs> you can get your smanky little toes off me pillows and all. So for mine, I've gone to Japan. Well, you haven't been to Japan. You're still here. I meant just for this. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. And I have chosen. Well, I haven't chosen. It's obviously you. <laughs> not every line has to be a joke. Um, I'm not oh my god, to... your hands stink of curry. <laughs> <laughs> I have picked. Don't smell like curry. <laughs> I have picked Kuchisake Ona. Kuchisake Ona translates literally to slit mouth woman. The Dioga. <laughs> Close, but um, a woman. Oh, I know how I got these scars. <laughs> <laughs> My father was an animal. Um, she has been appearing in Japanese ghost stories since the Edo era of Japan, which is when the country was ruled by Tagua. No. Do you know what? When you're writing these, you should write it phonetically out how you say it. Was ruled by the Tokugawa shogunate from 1603 to 1868. So the story goes that a woman was mutilated by her husband and then returned as a malicious spirit. Oh, she not happy. Oh, she not happy. Hell hath no fury of her, a woman scorned. I'm closer to hell. Because you're short. Because I'm 5'3". <laughs> That's why I'm so bad tempered. <laughs> Christ. Panic once spread around the Nagasaki Prefecture in 1979 when sightings of this woman started circulating. And it made its way to the rest of Japan just after. There was even reports of schools only allowing children to go home in groups escorted by teachers because the story was so widely believed. Police even increased their patrols due to her as well. It's crazy. Mm. She was something of a horror film, ah. but they seem to be a lot more prepared. <laughs> Nobody cares. She was said to be a very beautiful young woman that lived in an unknown village in Japan and would roam the village asking people if she was beautiful. I might try that. And if they say no, I'll be like, what? <laughs> Am I pretty? She would ask folk. Someone loves God, herself. That sounds so much like I was reading notes there. Am I pretty? She would ask people. And they would reply with a, an enthusiastic yes. This made her very confident and I eventually... I she sounds confident already mm. be asking people I'm a pretty. Eventually... <laughs> eventually she married an intelligent samurai. She then thought that she would be able to get away with an affair with a soldier. Because she's pretty. Pretty damn stupid. <laughs> it actually says, yeah, with a noble soldier. So. The samurai eventually found out and angrily confronted the soldier, asking him why her... Out of all the women in the village, why his wife? 
The soldier told the samurai that it was because she was the most beautiful woman in the village and he couldn't pass up such an opportunity. The samurai loved the honesty of the soldier and said that his response was the right response and the right reason. The soldier was very poor and had very few positive things ever happen in his life and the samurai acknowledged that his intentions were proper. The samurai's wife though did not have proper intentions. He then had a thought. What was the thought? Kill her. Because mm. then she can't do it all the time. And she'll be not the prettiest person anymore. Ooh, there we go. You pretty much hit the nail on the head with the last bit there. Gonna, is, he, is she the one that gets mutilated because she's pretty? So he's going to make her less pretty by upsetting her face. I don't know, let's find out. <laughs> She was the most beautiful woman of the village. Was. And without that, she was nothing. nothing. The samurai angrily went to the kitchen, grabbed a pair of scissors. Made a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> thought about it for a few minutes. <laughs> grabbed a pair of scissors. Cut her hair off. And took them upon her face. Her face, not her. Her face. He then cut her mouth open from ear to ear, making her no longer beautiful. Ooh. The thought of that made us, like, cringe. So, soon after that, she committed suicide by shooting herself and falling off a bridge. <laughs> so, if the, gunshot, the same time. <laughs> if the gunshot didn't kill her, the fall would. After her death, her she soul... dance for the trolls. Oh, she might have done. <laughs> after her death, her soul was banished to an eternity of avenging her own pain and possessing a body and making it look like her. This way, she's able to travel around without anyone knowing where she is. So what happens if you were to meet Kuchisaka Ona in person? She'll ask you if she's pretty. Hmm. Well, there are said to be two different versions of this. There's an original and a modern legend. The original legend states that she wears a cloth mask and uses a f- or uses a fan to cover her mouth. The woman will then ask the potential victim, am I pretty? If the victim answers the question with a yes, she will reveal her mouth wound and then ask again and then repeat the question, this time in a girly voice. If the victim either... Imagine the size of her mouth when she opens it. Mm. If the victim either screams or answers again yes, she slashes the victims from ear to ear so they resemble her. If the victim answers no... To either question, she will simply walk away. See, I'd be more angry if someone said no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, no. So what, fuck uh, you then. So, Alright, <laughs> fuck you then. It's never that simple though. She then follows Imagine, the... Vi- have you seen Vicar of Dibley? Mm-hmm. Imagine if she asked that old man, no, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> she then follows the victim home. And brutally murders them. Even if they say no? If they say no, yes. So you can't win? Nope, you can't win. Either die or you get a big smile. Mm-hmm. During the Edo period, it was claimed that to avoid this horrific fate, giving her confusing answers like average or so-so, or through money at her, or through hard candy at her... <laughs> <laughs> Try eating that with your score, hood. Um would buy the victim time to run away and lose her. 
But then if she's following them home, she's going to follow you when you're throwing sweets at her. It would confuse her, though, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, where are those originals? What are we going to do? The modern edition is slightly different. Um, for starters, instead of a cloth mask or a fan, she now wears a surgical mask. If she asks, am I pretty? Well, that's quite hard, though, because in places like China and some parts of Asia, exactly. they all wear... That's why the modern legend is this. Smog. If she asks, am I pretty? And the victim answers, no, she'll kill them with a pair of scissors or cut a Glasgow slash Chelsea smile into them. The scissors were hidden in her pocket. Answering yes will make her peel off her surgical mask and ask, how about now? If they answer no, she will cut the victim completely in half. With one pair of scissors? Apparently. Where'd you get them from being cute? <laughs> Answering yes will make her slit the victim's mouth from ear to ear to resemble her as normal. So you cannot win. Mm. So as soon as she's got you, you're like, right, this is it. This you, is however, you, however, cannot run away from this one. As she will simply reappear in front of you. Wherever you go. Wherever you turn, never being able to escape. Whatever, whatever, we're meant to be together. After reappearing in the 1970s, rumoured escape methods emerged. As well as the methods mentioned in the original legend, there were a few others. Just close your eyes and not look at them. <laughs> it's like the original. I can't see you, you can't see me. Yeah, I'm not pretty Adam now, can I see you? One of these methods was to flip her question back to her. Like, well, am I pretty? Do you think I'm pretty? What yeah. do you think of me? Uh, it's like. This will make her unsure of what to do and become lost in thought, allowing the victim to flee. What are you going to say? It's like that Johnny Bravo thing when he goes, I'm pretty, you're pretty, why don't we go home and stare at each other? <laughs> stare at each other. Well, like you were doing to me earlier. That was creepy. That like, you look like <laughs> because you were asleep. You look like yeah, but out of my like other corner, yeah, you look like Momo. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Hey, I was half asleep. Not pretty. <laughs> I was half asleep, and I was looking at the corner of my eye, and you were so close that it looked like Momo. Anyway, um, another way to flee or to escape, I should say, is to tell her that you can't answer as you have in a previous if you <laughs> because you have a previous engagement. She will then pardon her manners and excuse herself. <laughs> what if you um, What if you couldn't physically talk? Oh, or you were deaf and you couldn't hear. Perfectly safe. I should ask you in sign language with scissors in her hands. Um, there have been sightings of her outside of Japan as well. There as many as uh, there were. Well, there, there was many reports of her um, appearing in South Korea in two thousand and four. And allegedly there's even been a sighting in McKinney, Texas in 2018. She's obviously been on the plane. Ah, she's travelling. <laughs> she's got a <her> passport. <laughs> Wonder what her passport picture's like. <laughs> uh, but that is the story of Kuchisake Ona. Now, there is a slightly different one, which I wanted to talk about very, very briefly, very, very briefly, which is creepy as fuck, called Kashima-san. A.K.A. Teke Teke. Now, why do you think she's called Teke Teke? To take stuff? I haven't actually written that down, so I'll just say it now. The reason she's called Teke Teke is because that's the sound she makes when she moves around. 
<laughs> it's creepy as fuck when you hear, when you hear like when you see because there's like obviously there's Japanese yeah. horror films about stuff like this when you see them <laughs> it's creepy. It's funny. It's not funny. It's if it was me, I'd be horrifying. Like, would that would that be the way you move around? Yeah. <laughs> um. So Teka Teka is very similar. Is very similar to the slip slip mouth woman. This one is where a young woman or schoolgirl fell on a set of railway tracks and was cut in half by an oncoming train. Why she Why she go Teka Teka when she could have been like choo choo? So that coin sounds the same. <laughs> Maybe that's why then. She is now an unreal. Probably, I probably just butchered the pronunciation of that. There's a little hat above the second O, so I don't know how you pronounce that, but it looks like it is unreal. A vengeful spirit, in other words. Um, she travels around on either her hands or her elbows, dragging her torso, making a scratching or teke teke noise as she moves. So it's kind of like when a dog's nails go on like hardwood floor. If she encounters anyone at night and they aren't fast enough, she will chop the victim in half to mimic what she looks like. Then take her bottom half and use it to walk around. No, just cut them in half. There are images online of people sort of um, cosplaying as these two um, or screenshots from movies. That are fucking terrifying. <laughs> I look at them and I go, nope, not for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, those are the stories of um, Kuchisake Ona and Teke Teke. So yeah, those are some I like it. urban legends from Japan. And Japan sounds like a horrible place. When well, it comes I'd to like, like to to I'd love to go to Japan, but like folklore and stuff from like Here's another one that I'm literally doing off the top of my head because I read about this and it's horrifying. Have you heard of anything called, um, oh, what's it called again? Um, is it Ubasti? I think it's Ubasti. I'm literally quickly Googling this. Doing it live. Hitobashira, that's it. What do you think Hitobashira literally translated as? don't know. Human pillar. Essentially, for like good luck in some cases when building old buildings in Japan they would build live people into the pillars and walls as like a sacrifice to like the spirit gods that's so weird yeah and like there's one way you can where it's supposedly you could even hear the woman screaming as she's being like if you go through the um like a, like a tunnel of the building the wind going through it Sounds like a woman screaming. Because, and like, it's just, uh, that's horrifying. And the other one I said, Ubaste, is a form of, um, oh man, it's going to do me head in the, the name of this. Um, what's it called when, when you just, euthanasia, that's it. Assisted euthanasia. When a old person is close to death. I know what it is because I don't like it. I think it's just because I feel sorry because they're old and I don't like old yeah, people anyone can, by themselves. Anyone can have fucking euthanasia. I know, but like, 
it's mainly old people that you see on the videos on Facebook when they're like, I'm going to Switzerland. Mm. Anyway, like, <gasps> not what this is about. Um, this, this is kind of horrifying. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's the act of taking like an old, mostly old women to the base of a mountain and just leaving them there. It's awful. And then what happens to them? They get eaten by animals. Funnily enough, no. Um, Ubasti. It literally translates to abandoning an old woman. Um, And it's a mythical practice um, in Japan where you carry an old relative to uh, the base of a mountain or a desolate place and leave them there to die. It doesn't seem to have ever been a common custom, but, you know, like one or two is enough. And there's a poem that commemorates um, a story of someone doing it. In the depth of the mountains, whom was it for the aged mother snapped? One twig after another, heed this, to her, heed this of herself, she did so for the sake of her son. So basically it's like this, this poem is basically about this guy who carries his mam um, on his back up a mountain. And during the journey she stretches out her arms and catches twigs to scatter them behind them. So that the son can find his way home. But yeah, it's literally just a case of leave them with the elements to die. That's awful. How would you know if it was the time? Because people know, I guess. Again, it's not a very common practice. So, yeah, there's that. So, I don't feel as depressed this episode as normal. I think it was mainly because we didn't talk about actual murders or actual death or just actual mur- murders. Yeah, they're just urban legends. So they might be true, Mysterious they might not be true. Mysteries. Mysterious Mysteries. That was the second title for this podcast. So, can I offer you some brain floss? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think when you name? So, what have you been doing to distract you from all of the death and darkness? I've been at Disneyland. Disneyland. Who'd Had you a meet? good time. I met Tiana, Naveen. They give me a hug from a birthday. I got so a handshake birthday. from Naveen. It was lovely. Um, I got many a, hands. I got I love. I got a hug. <laughs> Go ahead. I got a hug off the genie because he said it, he noticed it was my birthday when he was walking past. Mm, you wore a birthday badge. And then I stood like next to the secret spot that isn't as secret anymore. There was loads of kids there, and then. I had Aurora ears on, Aurora lanyard on, Aurora t-shirt on, and Aurora came out of the door and she ignored all of the kids and then came and said happy birthday to me and then toddled off and I was very happy, but sorry kids. <laughs> Obviously not big as fans as I am. <laughs> um, I want to give two shout outs though to two cast members. Yeah, you guys were awesome. Awesome. Um, Laura from Germany. Yeah, she was like stood talking to us for ages when Naveen and Tiana were out. She was like stopping people from like going past, but we were sat and sat right where she was stopping people. So like we stood, well, sat talking to her for a while and half an hour, forty five minutes. I think. Yeah, she was nice. Well, she was lovely, and, um, and she helped me meet Tiana and Naveen. <laughs> yeah, that was lovely. that was nice. It did help that you bribed them with with sweets. No, I didn't bribe them. <laughs> I opened my sweets because I was like, I need sugar. I don't feel very well. So I opened my sweets and I said, would you like one to Laura? And she said, yeah. And I went, I'll take a couple for your pocket. And she went, I could take one for Tiana and Naveen. I was like, go on then. And she picked two green ones. two green ones. How'd that happen? <laughs> and the other one is um, 
I'll let you say the name because it's your new favourite name. Bundy. Bundy. <laughs> so we went, we went to go on Thunder Mountain and it said only 20 minute wait. So we're like, yeah, that's brilliant considering it was 120 in the afternoon. 145 the day before as well. Um, so I went and joined it and then as soon as we walked under the pass it changed to 40 minutes. I was like, no. It's like, let's just stand in it anyways because we've not been it on it yet. It probably ended up longer as well because they kept on doing tests when we were yeah. in the lane. So it probably was going to get longer. And then Bundy seen that I had my birthday badge on with my name. She was like, oh, happy birthday. Um, and then we joined, like, we we're still in the queue. And then she came back up and she went, is it just two of you? So I was like, yeah, it's just two. She went, follow me. So she took me down, like, this secret passageway out, like, out of the queue. And then give us a fast pass for the ride so we could go around the other side and get on quicker. Because it was my birthday, mm. which was really nice. I even got a selfie with her. Because mm. I was like, we need to get a selfie. And then I can tell the town, City Hall. City Hall will love you as well. Yeah. When I went up, I was like, can you write feedback about cast members? And he was like, yes. And then he was like, is it positive or negative? <laughs> I was like, it's definitely positive. He was like, positive. He was like oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, lo- that was, it was such a good uh, a good trip. Like, I, I did, you notice that I strategically kept within the shop on the last day long enough to, so you could get a picture with uh, with absolutely no one around. I didn't. I was still mooching. Why do you think I kept on saying, just go get your t-shirt? Because I knew you'd go, no, no, it's okay. It was weird that that woman didn't let me walk over to get the t-shirt that I wanted. And she yeah, she like, just got it yourself. And then she walked away from stopping people from coming in. It was really strange. Like, she basically closed half the shop but just by standing there and saying like, this bit's closed. It was very odd. Even though you knew what you wanted. Yeah. So that was really fake nice to her when I left. I was like, merci beaucoup, au revoir. And she was like, okay, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but you started a little trend with like the five people that were left in the... In yeah, the I got my picture taken in front of the I'll put that castle in the, uh, and the main in the street. Companion. I've seen loads of people do it like on Facebook because I'm part of the Disneyland Paris group on Facebook. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> You're part of many of those. Um. That's where I get my tips from. Did you um, actually just say the word lol? Lol. Um, <laughs> and then I've seen like a few people put pictures on saying they got the picture. So I was like, I want the picture. So I was like, take the photo. And then loads of people seeing us getting it done when they were leaving the shop. And they were mm. like, we'll start. So the queue started behind Jake, like <laughs> taking the photo, which was quite nice that they didn't like jump into the photo or like. Like try and do a beside yeah. you or anything like that, yeah. Like, everyone took their turn, so. Yeah, Trendsetter. Nice. You know. Food was good. Coco's. Events was good. Oh, Fuegos. It's not even called Fuegos, but we like to call we it Fuegos. Call it Fue- Wait, the reason that came up, the, the place is called... Um, Fuente del Oro. Fuente del Oro, Oro yeah. Fuente del Oro, which literally translates to... Um, fountain. A gold fountain. Um, but because it's a Coco-themed restaurant, like Disney, Pixar, Coco. Is it Pixar? The classic, isn't it? I think it's Pixar, actually. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Um, so Disney, Pixar, Coco. Um, because it's like a Mexican-themed restaurant, Charlie thought the name of it was Fuegos, oh, which yeah. I was like, that's actually not a bad shout because Fuego means fire in in Spanish. And there was spicy food. And obviously spicy food. But because you kept on saying Fuegos and I knew it was just three stuck. words, I kept on taking the piss and eventually it just stuck. So we ended up just calling Fuente de Oro. 
Fuegos. Fuegos. <laughs> just kept on calling it Fuegos. So from now on, it's called Fuegos. Um, oh, the food that was so good. Had an over an over reliance on uh, peppers though. Like they didn't need to give us as many peppers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good food, good laugh. I, I'd I'd go back. We got stuck on the Phantom Manor for like five minutes in the complete pitch black pitch darkness. Black darkness. <laughs> that was fun. And it was like the spirits have interrupted our ride. <laughs> no, they and, haven't. And then like. Good news, the spirits are letting us go, <laughs> or something like that. But uh, aye, it was a it was a great way to celebrate your birthday and our anniversary. Yep. Especially because that's where I proposed. Yes. <laughs> Went back to the scene of the crime. Let's do it again next year. Why not? Hopefully next year my feet won't be as destroyed. Yeah. I did. Um. Now Charlie's probably done. A- Double. I wouldn't say double, but like uh, about more. I got little legs. You got little legs. So I think at one point we're like trying to work it out. For one of my steps, she takes two. So I think I did about 200,000 steps, including when we went into London when we got back. Um, And I think you probably ended up doing almost double that. So I'll I'll say 350,000 steps for you. Six pack, where are you? <laughs> Shy. <laughs> Although I think I definitely did more than you because a couple of days before your birthday, I went traipsing around shopping centres and World of Disney, and yeah. Yeah, but then I dropped you off at the train station, put the car back, and ran down. That's true. You did run across some like, the commons. Yeah. Anyway, so that's literally all I've been distracting with. Um. Might try and record another one real soon, just to catch up. Because technically, um, the Friday after this episode releases should be episode um seven. Is it episode seven? Yeah, because this is episode six, so I think this Friday should be episode seven. So hopefully, I can get that out this week as well. So you're gonna have to do some research quick. On what? This might be the first time I'm going to say the theme on la- live on air, so let's do it anyway. How come you always get to pick the theme, so I can't ever pick a theme? Well, pick a theme. Well, when? When are you going to let me pick a theme? You can do one now if you want to. Well, I can't think of one right now off the top of my head. Well, you can do one for episode eight. Sound good? Right. So the theme I've already... Cause it's just because I've already ri- written my notes for it. That's not fair. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, no, I haven't actually written the whole thing. I've written about half of it. Um, That's I've, half of it. It's the start of it. Um, police who were convicted of murder. Right. So that's that's your next one. I wonder if I've got any emails. I think we do, actually. So this is in response to the question that I asked. What is the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you? And uh, our buddy Adam D has... Um, responded. So the subject line is um the cre- creepy thing that creepy thing that's happened to me. Parentheses and I wasn't looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Had one too many strong balls. <laughs> dark fruits. Um, I like a bit of dark fruits. Not gonna lie. Hi Jake and Charlie. Hiya. L- loving the Hiya. Pod- <laughs> loving the podcast episode so far. Oh bless you. One very creepy thing that happens is when I'm at work. 
<laughs> I have to work. That with is the rest of the email. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm uh, one quick thing happens is when I'm at work, and I know I haven't spoken to a customer ever before. When I end up speaking to them, I know what they're going to say before they've even said it. Kind of like deja vu, um, even though I've never met them before. I don't know how this comes around, but sometimes it feels very weird, especially when they're talking about personal things. Like, for example, when a woman said that she had just uh, had a baby, I knew the name before she told me. That's bizarre. Um, Another thing, I don't know if this is a popular thing. Okay. Um, But when I'm walking around, I can sometimes hear a whisper of my name. And then when I look around, nobody is there. Again, I can't pinpoint a reason. You just like the sound of your own name. (laughs) Adam, say it again. (laughs) I can't pinpoint a reason to why this happens because when it does, it feels like I'm being watched. Hopefully this helps you guys out. Adam. My God. (laughs) Are you okay? Are you okay? Um, That name one, Adam, I've got a little, I've got an explanation for you. It's because I follow you everywhere you go. And I just say your name and then quickly hide behind something. It might so, be like that thing, do you know, when it says if you scream into a pan and close the lid, if you open the lid, it screams back at you. Maybe someone's been whispering your name in the cups. And it's, just get, it's going yeah. straight back to you. <laughs> Adam, 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 so anyway, there's a few whispers for you. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. There, there, there is moments where I like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this. And someone goes, yeah, how did you know that? I think we've all had something like that at one point. Yeah. But Jake the fact says that it keeps I've got happening, the worst sort of to be about ever. Go on. Like when I say, when I passed that man, and I went, oh my God, he looks like he's going to kill Shit, Yeah, okay, this is a good segue for this. Um, yeah, Charlie has the, I, I literally just go, Worst superpower ever. <laughs> um, basically, things she does kind of leads to people's deaths. Not deaths. Fine, bad things happening. For instance, at the bar she used to work at, they had a theme day. Whose uh, theme was it? <laughs> well, the bar I used to work at, they changed the name to a David Bowie song. What was it? It was a lyric, wasn't it? Yeah. And... Um, I think it was the name of the song, the full name of the song. I don't know, I'm not a Bowie fan, so... Um, and he died. <laughs> then I thought we could have, like, a... Because um, I, like, I really liked Purple Rains at the time. <laughs> As we all do. Um, So I was like, well, we could do, like, an offer on Purple Rains and have, like, a Prince theme and, like, play Purple Rain throughout the day. <laughs> he died. <laughs> How long after? Not not long after at all. I think a it was day. Like a, yeah. I think it was a day. And then they were like, oh, it's the Queen's Jubilee or something. I think it was a birthday or something. And I was like, oh, I'll make a cocktail for her and put it on off. And then I went, actually. <laughs> everyone was like, no. No. Then I was like, everyone was like, yeah, that's such a good idea. And then I was like, no, because I really like the Queen. I think she's got <laughs> The boy and prince. <laughs> but the Queen's awesome. But um, there was one moment where we were driving home. Uh, sorry, we were driving away from home. And there was a guy, like... He was at the traffic lights, like... Waiting to cross the road. Yeah, and I, like, looked at him. And I was like, Jake, he's going to keel over. He no, went, no, no, I remember exactly what you said. No. What you said was, and I quote, Jesus Christ, that guy looks like he's going to die. He did look really bad. He looked awful. We then came home, 
And about lying, 20 minutes later. He's lying on the floor in that exact spot. With, with people, people surrounding him. him. Someone on the phone calling an ambulance. I don't think ambulance. he died, though. He was still looked alive. Yeah, he was fine. He was, I think he was okay. I think he just, like, he was either drunk and fell over or he was ill and fell over. But the fact that you you just seem to be involved in stuff that, and it's just like, worst superpower ever. Yeah. <sighs> I know. Please think well of me. <laughs> uh, don't wear a t-shirt with my face on it, ever. Um, anyway, so yeah, email in what is the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you. Podcast at gmail.com, podcast at gmail.com. Come. If you like this episode, you can please rate us on iTunes, five stars, that'd be lovely. Or, you know, do whatever you want. If you only think this is four stars, do, do four stars. Don't do one, do at least two. Um, uh, don't be a knob, five star, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can listen to us on iTunes slash our podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, um, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Pocketcasts, and Spotify. Um, other than that, I think that's a wrap. Um, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram, which is literally just comfort and death and darkness. Um, because you get lovely companion episodes, companion pieces, and all is right with the world. <laughs> um, so I'll make sure to include a picture of Charlie by herself on Main Street of Disney, and also a picture of her dressed as thunder and lightning if i can find it it's at my grandma's <laughs> you better <laughs> to drive on my grandma's tomorrow then i'm good we need to give her presents from paris anyway true anyway don't be nasty that's my grandma she loves you she does because mm-hmm. she's just crying when we're leaving and going love you <laughs> she's a cute little thing she is uh, anyway thank you very much for listening everybody and we will see you next week on the flip side.